What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about the HBO show Succession and the action film Cold Pursuit starring Liam Neeson. But first, let's start with Succession. Here's a quick synopsis for the very few of you who are not watching the hit show Succession. So Succession is about Logan Roy, who is the billionaire owner of Waystar, a multimedia empire who is testing his three children, Kendall, Shiv, and Roman, to see who is the best successor for when he steps down. There are a lot of things that make Succession a great show, but one of the re- one of the main reasons is the cast. Jeremy Strong as Ken, Sarah Schnook as Shiv, Brian Cox and Kieran Culkin are also brilliant. Jeremy Strong, I first saw him in the movie The Big Short, and I just thought, wow, this guy has the goods. I want to see more of that guy in a movie that had Christian Bale, Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt. I thought he was the most interesting. He was he, Him and Steve Carell had the best scenes between the two of them in that movie. Then the first time I saw Sarah Snook was in the movie Steve Jobs. She's barely in the movie, but man, I think she has an impact with her scenes with Michael Fassbender. Her character isn't that significant to the plot but she was really interesting in her little to no screen time in that movie and then you have brian cox and the first time you watch the movie adaptation the spike jones movie and you can see how the people that made succession thought that brian cox could play this evil ceo guy who controls his own empire because in the movie adaptation in a small significant part he is powerful and menacing and then you have my favorite character on the show roman who is played by kieran culkin and I've seen Karen Colgan and Igby Goes Down, which is a beautiful movie. He was in Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. He is really great in that. He is really great in the show. They gave him all the best quotes. He is His character just mocks everyone in the show. This cast and these four people are giving all-time great performances, and I think all four of them should win Emmys next year for their acting. No cast is better on television than the cast of Succession. Then to round out the cast, you have Alan Ruck, Matthew McFadden, Nicholas Braun, Jay Smith Cameron. They are all brilliant in smaller main cast roles. They're all really good. Alan Ruck is best known for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nicholas Braun was like a Disney Channel star before he was in this television show. I'd never seen him in anything else. He was in Disney's prom, which actually made it to theaters. He was known as a Disney dude. But then you see the show and you see there's a different side to him. That's why I think it's really interesting to see actors grow in age because he's really aged well into this cousin Greg role. And him and Tom, played by Matthew McFadden, are one of the better duos on the show. And then Jay Smith Cameron's character is really close with the Roman character. And their dynamic in the show is also really, really fascinating. And Alan Ruck is the fourth sibling of the Roys, and he kind of plays the dummy character. He's the politician. He's kind of a mockery of rich people who just enter politics with no prior experiences. I think he's really mocking that idea, and this show is really mocking that idea in general. He's also really good in the show. I've always been a fan of Alan Ruck. From Spin City to this, he's always really good in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's the most iconic character in that, and his character in this is also really funny and adds a lot to the cast. I think something else that Succession has done that is just brilliant in my mind is using great actors in smaller roles. In season two of the show and in season one, they have used actors Helen Hunt, Danny Houston, James Cromwell. All of those people I have seen in movies. I've seen Danny Houston in Wonder Woman. Helen Hunt has been in movies like Raising Arizona. She's won an Oscar.
Oscar. She's a gigantic movie star, broadcast news. She has had success, and she's probably the most successful person related to the show right now. And I know James Cromwell for movies like Babe, The Longest Yard, and L.A. Confidential, which is also a really brilliant movie. But to use movie stars, these people have all been nominated for Oscars. Dan Houston, I first saw in um, Wonder Woman, like I said, he's on the rise as an actor, and he's an older type actor, and he's also a director. He's the brother of Angelica Houston. Using these powerful presences on a TV show, I think too many TV shows think that they need to use movie stars as the main characters. But just having an actress like Helen Hunt come into a show for a few episodes, a few moments, I think it really has a really great impact and makes it fascinating thing to watch on television. I don't need 12 hours of Helen Hunt and James Cromwell being phenomenal actors. Just an hour to me is good enough. I think also what Succession has going for them is that they have the best television writer in the game right now, Jeremy Armstrong, but also Mark Milot, who is the best director in television. He has directed shows that I have loved since forever. He directed Entourage, Shameless, Game of Thrones, which I'm not really into, but still, that's a huge success, and now he's directing this. Mark Milot is the best director of television. I have watched every single episode of Shameless, and he has directed about 20 episodes of that show. He's also an executive producer. And one of my favorite shows of all time is Entourage. For him to be connected with quality television show after quality television show cannot be a coincidence. He makes television magic. He is making pure entertainment joy. Entourage. Shameless. Now this. Game of Thrones. He knows what's going to be pure entertainment. He knows what people are going to enjoy. That's what makes Mark Milode the best director in television. I don't even think you could argue that at this point. With the writing, Jeremy Armstrong is writing some of the best dialogue in succession that I've ever heard on screen ever. These two are a dynamite duo. Jeremy Armstrong and Mark Milode are why succession is just the best show I've seen in quite a long time. For me, the show both humanizes rich people and villainizes them at the same time. I think it shows their real colors. The show can be the most dramatic, the funniest, and the most suspenseful show all at the same time. This needs to be set out as well. This show is about one family, the Roys, and that can feel small in a plot, but the visually stunning settings and events make the show feel like an epic. It feels like a gigantic event. Every time a member of this family gets together and tries to make a move, I mean, it feels like a gigantic event. It can feel just as powerful as a show that's as gigantic as Game of Thrones because of the settings and because of how visually stunning it is. The season finale of season two of Succession felt amazingly visually beautiful, I think. I mean, I I don't think you can deny that. Television is not supposed to look that good, yet Succession is making it look that good. But for me, the The number one reason why Succession is the best show on television is because there is a comfort to knowing that it is building to something each week. Season 1 and Season 2's finale are all-time great television. And after you saw the Season 1 finale, you just knew Season 2 was going to do a similar thing. So you can watch each week knowing it's building to something. Yes, there can be a mini storyline going on that you think is fascinating and you don't really agree with. It's not all perfect. 
but you know there's going to be something big in that finale, and it's unexpected. Season one could not have been more unexpected. Maybe season two, you could kind of see it coming, but even then, that felt like on an epic scale, all of a sudden, it came out of nowhere, and it built to something amazing to watch. I think with some shows that you binge watch on Netflix, it doesn't feel like it's building to something, but because Succession is only on once a week on Sundays, it feels like it's really building to something. And even some of those other great shows, they're they're really not building to something. You can kind of see where they're going. Succession leads you down a path that you don't know where it's going. And as long as they can keep doing that and getting all these great acting performances, because a lot of shows get great acting performances, but not a lot of shows get get the plot and storyline to go along with how good the actors are in their shows. And this show perfectly matches the skills of their actors. I get the feeling that Succession is not going to be an eight-season show. It's not going to have a decade-long run. I think it's probably going to go four or five seasons max. So appreciate it while you can and catch up with the show because Succession is by far the best show on television. It has the best cast. It has the best writing. It has the best directing. It has the best visually stunning settings, the most interesting plot. It's got family. It's got everything you could want from a show, but the number one thing it also has it is entertaining and that is what television is for is there to entertain you it can feel like an escape but it can also be a meaningful thing to watch i think there's a lot that you can get from succession and many people will get a lot from it because the the characters are going through something ken kendall roy is going through something in the show roman roy is going through something shiv roy is going through something and even logan roy is going through something he's aging and he doesn't know how to deal with it all these characters are going through something that you that we can all relate to and that is why you should watch succession because to me it's the best show on tv now let's switch gears and talk about cold pursuit an action film Starring Liam Neeson, here's a quick synopsis. Next Coleman, a snowplow driver, tries to avenge the death of his son at the hands of a drug cartel. Liam Neeson stars in Cold Pursuit, and I find him to be one of the most fascinating movie stars of our time. Mostly by people, he is the action star, the greatest action star maybe alive. I mean, people go to the box office to see Liam Neeson be an action movie star. But what's fascinating about him is that recently, He's been in movies like Silence and Widows and The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Like he is half an action star, half an actual actor who's really good at acting. When Liam Neeson takes the time, he can be a really good actor. This is the guy who Steven Spielberg originally wanted to be the part of Lincoln that Daniel Day-Lewis once had. I mean, this is a guy who was once a serious movie star and now he's become an action star. I mean, this guy rose to fame playing in Schindler's List, but for my generation, he's the guy who's been in failed blockbusters like the A-Team, and he's also been in a million Taken movies. He's an action star to most of this generation. But I also think he's a brilliant actor, and I think he's really good in this movie. And he's also really good in those movies I mentioned. Silence, he's really good. Widows is a tremendous villainous role for him. And the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, he's surprisingly good in that. He's one of the best parts of that movie. There is more to Liam Neeson 
Neeson than the action star. And that's why a movie like Cold Pursuit is interesting because I think it's a mix of both of those things. Yes, in this movie, he's action star guy, but he's also snowplow driver guy and he's really showing some of his best abilities when it comes to acting. And I also think with this movie, he's kind of mocking some of his action star movie stardom in a way. He's kind of making fun of those movies that kind of made him famous to this decade. So starring in this movie, you have Laura Dern, who plays Liam Neeson's wife in the movie. I, I think there's very little screen time here, but I also think she's very brilliant. She She's just a powerful presence in movies. I mean, we've all seen Jurassic Park. We've I've seen her in a few of her later work. She's a really interesting actor. She's not quite as famous as you expect her to be. Like, I don't think she's thought of in that way as, like, Reese Witherspoon is or other actresses. But she's a really, really good actress. And again, in this movie, you kind of want more of her in it. I think for me, the female character that steals the movie is Emmy Rossum. She is superb in the movie. She plays a cop. She needs to be in more movies. This is the first time I'd seen her act since seeing her end her run of Shameless playing Fiona. I loved her in Shameless. I love her as an actress. I think she's one of the best actresses. Like, the only kind of movies I've seen her in are in really small roles, like in Mystic River or the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. I've never really seen her play a character like this. She's a powerful cop. She's independent. She's really good in this movie. I really thought she added a lot to the movie. Emmy Rossum was really good in this movie. And again, I just want to see her in more and more movies. I want to see her act post-Shameless. And I think this is a really good start to that. I think Cold Pursuit in general has a strange humorous tone. And it's what differentiates itself from other, from Neeson's other action films like Taken or The Grey. You know, that silly movie where he fights a pack of wolves. Yeah, I really like that one, actually. But still, there's a, there's like, it's not taking itself so seriously. Like, when you see a Liam Neeson movie like Taken or The Commuter, you're like, wow, this movie is taking itself way too seriously. Cold Pursuit is not. There is a, there is a scene where Liam Neeson is in the car and it's asking who's better at quarterback and he, he thinks it's John Elway and there's a scene where he's about to kill somebody and if the guy answers John Elway, he'll let him stay alive. Like there are some really weird scenes and it mixes with dark violence, but there's a lot of scenes where Liam Neeson is laughing. This is kind of a mix of comedy and action film that you really don't get to see a lot of the time, especially from Liam Neeson. Again, the Taken movies could not be taking themselves more seriously if they tried. The thing that really surprised me about this movie is how visually stunning it is. It takes place in the snow, and it's just beautiful to watch, and you're kind of like, wow, the setting kind of beats what's actually happening in the movie. I think the setting is better than the actual movie deserves, but yet that also adds to the movie where you're not really bored, and you're just looking at the snow, and you're like, wow, this kind of looks beautiful for a movie like this and it really added a lot to this movie in general. I think if you're a fan of action movies in general, you'll like Cold Pursuit because I kind of think it's a satire about the genre in general. I mean, there's really weird comedies and moments in time where you're like, wow, that really shouldn't be there. And there are also scenes where it's like Liam Neeson's character goes like, uh, there's a scene where he's with his brother and his brother's like, you're not a killer. And then Liam Neeson's like, but I've already killed two people. And I think a lot of other action movies 
just just do the violence without explaining it or without mocking it. I think the director of this movie and I think Liam Neeson in this movie are mocking other aspects of other action movies. Like there's no real reason why this snowplow driver guy should be able to avenge the death of his son. And they kind of go through how silly it is that this guy is going to go around killing a lot of people to avenge the death of his son and how unrealistic that is in general that he would be able to do that. That's the most fascinating thing about it for me is why would Liam Neeson be in a movie that would that would look as a mockery of his other movies. This is a guy who started movies like The Commuter or Taken. These are the action movies of his era. And for this movie, he's like, oh, I'll be in a movie that kind of mocks what I've done in other action movies. And it kind of doesn't say a lot of good things about violence. It reminds me of when Clint Eastwood was in Unforgiven. Unforgiven is a movie that kind of makes him rethink about all of his other westerns. Is Liam Neeson at a point where he is rethinking thinking his status as an action movie icon and he's thinking wow these movies are frivolous and silly it kind of looks that way a little bit and I think that's what's really interesting when an actor looks at what he's done the past decade in a movie again Clint Eastwood did it in Unforgiven and I think Liam Neeson is kind of doing it in Cold Pursuit which is really really fascinating I think there are some dark moments to this movie there are some intense action but it's mostly it's a fun sad entire action movie that's a really fun movie to watch it's only two hours long it doesn't drag on it feels like it, it it's it's a really good watch. i think it's one of again i'm not a fan of taken again i like the grays with liam neeson it's one of my favorite action movies he's been a part of because i don't want my actors to get trapped in something i think liam neeson kind of got trapped in action movies that aren't that interesting kind of like when people say robert downey jr has been trapped in superhero movies i don't think it's good for an actor to be trapped in a singular type of movie. Like Johnny Depp was trapped in the Pirates franchise. He wasn't doing a lot of acting outside of playing Jack Sparrow. But we can all agree with this. How good Johnny Depp is as Captain Jack Sparrow, he's a lot better in movies like Finding Neverland and movies like that. Liam Neeson is better in non-action movies. Yes, he can be really good in action movies. And he's really good in Cold Pursuit because it's not just about the action. He's an actually a really good actor and I want to see him in movies yes they can have action but when they're not over the top and this movie's not over the top and this movie has secondary characters that are actually interesting played by Laura Dern and Emmy Rossum Liam Neeson can be an action star and be a really good actor there are ways he can be doing both he's Action is not what keeps me interested. What kept me interested in the movie was the acting of Liam Neeson, the acting of Laura Dern, and the acting of Emmy Rossum. You can have an action movie that's not always about the action. Like sometimes I think it can be so over the top. This movie doesn't have to be John Wick to be a good movie. The action is barely noticeable in this movie but the acting I thought was really really good in this movie and the harsh comedy to it was it's what differentiates itself not all action movies should be over the top action because then they'll all be similar type of movies Cold Pursuit is a different type of action movie that I think really really worked in this case something that I really think works in the movie is Liam Neeson's character Nex Coleman cannot vocalize to his wife 
Laura Dern how upset he is about losing his son. So Laura Dern's character leaves. Instead of trying to win her back, he tries to avenge the death of his son because that is the pain. He is going through a pain he cannot vocalize to anyone, yet he can go on a violent killing spree, which we can't relate to, but we can relate to the pain of losing someone and not being able to vocalize or show how upset we really are. Again, his character is willing to show through action, but he cannot, he cannot, he can never say in words how upset he is about losing his son. And I think that's something that's actually realistic and it's something that we don't actually see in a lot of action movies. The pain he is going through over the loss of a loved one. There's even a really dark moment where he contemplates suicide. He doesn't go through with it and instead he tries to avenge the death of his son. I think that's a powerful moment you don't always get in a lot of action films that I thought really worked here and in general the movie really worked. Again, it had great acting, a really weird comedic tone. Go watch go watch Cold Pursuit because I think it's an action movie unlike any other. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of Pop Culture Spotlight every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. This week I put the spotlight on the HBO show Succession and the action film Cold Pursuit. Next week I'm putting the spotlight on the movie Booksmart starring Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Deaver and the Netflix movie Dolomite Is My Name starring Eddie Murphy. Check that out and please rate, review, and subscribe. 